Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Hoy es viernes, December the 2nd. Friday, December the 2nd. And Feliz Navidad. Early Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for sending in notes of encouragement, letters, emails, texts, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And we're reading through now from Matthew, especially in Luke, all the way to Christmas. One of the little gems that God put in the Christmas story, the nativity story, that we can take home and be blessed by. So we're in Matthew 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. We heard about that yesterday. Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Not a good story. Perez the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Amenadab, Amenadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon. Just move on and go. Was the father of Solomon. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. So those are early kings. No, God has it. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Once again. Why don't you just, you ran all those names with no comments. Why would you, when you get to David, ancestor of Jesus, he was the father of Solomon. And Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. But no, they want you to know who the mother was. Why? Was she like a really, a great story? I mean, this is a great story. No, it's a tragic story. But God is into taking tragedies as we've learned, and make them into something special. So that's why Matthew, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says the mother of Solomon with Bathsheba, who was Uriah's wife. But you know about Bathsheba, don't you? One day when David should have been, he was king, he should have been out fighting in the spring. He went up on his roof, he was chilling. And he looked over on another rooftop, this beautiful woman is bathing, and he sees her, and he's attracted, and he is moved with lust. And because he's king, he just sends for her. And she comes, they have intercourse. He has sexual relations with her. What he doesn't know is that her husband is one of his main generals, Uriah the Hittite. Unusual because he wasn't Jewish, but he was such a warrior, he was fighting for King David. He finds out that his one-night stand with Bathsheba has turned into a baby. So what does he do? David calls for Uriah to come home. Send for you, Joab, generals, send him home. Send Uriah back here. So when he comes back, why don't you go home and be with your wife? Because he's figuring he can cover the pregnancy. Then again, that doesn't work. So he says he gets some drinking. No, go home, he'll party. Because this guy's so dedicated, he says, how can I go home when the troops of the Most High are fighting for you, king? I mean, David, he can't win for losing. 
So he sends, gets him drunk, but he gets him so drunk, he falls asleep just outside the palace, never makes it home. So David's like, I can't fix this. So he sends him back to the front, and then he writes out a message. What madness. And he tells Joab, his number one man, attack this fortified city, and while you're attacking, withdraw all your troops, except leave Uriah the Hittite, right there in the midst of the battle, alone. It happens, and Uriah is killed. So Joab sends back the report. We had a rough time. We attacked this town and so and so forth. And then at the end, he says to the messenger, but tell David Uriah the Hittite fell in battle, which he knew was David's plan. David did a hit. It was a hit job. doesn't matter how he did it. He put out a hit on Uriah the Hittite, the same man who wrote Psalm 23, same man who killed Goliath, the sweet singer of Israel. Oh, Boy, left to ourselves, what could any and all of us do? David's a classic example. In the flesh dwelleth no good thing. So Bathsheba is ready to give birth. The baby's hanging in the balance. But even before that, the prophet comes to David and tells him a parable about someone taking advantage of a poor person and robbing them of their choice lamb. David said, who did that? Who's the man that did that? And the prophet said, you the man. Didn't I bless you? Didn't I give you everything you want? Why did you take this wife? Why did you do it? David repented, probably wrote not only Psalm 51, but some other literature in the Psalms of his deep repentance. Okay, the baby that was born, going to be born, died. David had multiple wives. The writer of this book, God, says, Matthew, make sure that you say the descendant of David that I want Jesus to come from will be the son not of one of her other of his other wives. No, Bathsheba. Soiled, shamed, scandalized. Bathsheba. And why would God put that there? Once again, and that's something like, let's not talk about it. But God is saying to me, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be whiter than snow. Don't live with the thought of what I've done wrong has removed me from God's love. A lot of us live that way. We don't walk in God's love, enjoy God's love, because the devil has said, yeah, I know what you did. I know what you did. It's over for you. And God says, no, just remember, Solomon's mom was Bathsheba. The wife for David that I chose to be in the ancestry line of Jesus was the woman who was part of that huge mess. Oh, thank God we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. Remind us this Christmas season to tell people there's hope in Jesus Christ and in the grace of God. In his name we pray, amen. God bless you, see you tomorrow. Amen.